Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we're talking about the story that is found in all four Gospels, the feeding of the 5,000. And my family's life, sitting around a dinner table, chatting and visiting, really is very sacred. I have great memories of my mom and dad, my brother and I, my grandmother, my aunts and uncles uh, had a large extended family. Having meals together was always a lot of fun. And in my house now, it's really a sacred hour of the day is when we sit down together and talk and share and, and really discuss things as a family. This story reminds me of all of these hungry people and the disciples getting so stressed out about what they were going to do. You know, the miracle provides a great backdrop for Jesus' talk on the bread of life, where he says, I am the bread of life. And I think about breaking bread at a table, enjoying a meal with one another. It's very symbolic. We see how Jesus appreciated and valued all people. Christ wants to supply all of our needs, too. And here the crowd is just a massive crowd. The disciples are tired and confused, and there's just a multitude of people that were restless and hungry. And Jesus uses a little boy with a sack lunch of fishes and loaves to save the day. Let's talk about four points today of how we can, how we can read this story and really apply it to our lives as, as Christians today. The first point is we must recognize what we have available to us. The disciples reported, there's a little kid here, and, and he has five barley loaves and two fishes. Maybe he can help us somehow. And this is really where the miracle starts. It starts with what we have that may seem like just a little, but really God sees it as a great deal. All God requires is that we take what we have and offer it to him. What can we offer? What can you offer? Not materialistically, but spiritually, what do you have within you that you can use to make the difference in someone's life? You know, it's not our job to make the bread or, or to multiply the fish, but to take something small and do a kindness towards others. Um, what can we do to make a difference? We can pray. We can pray for others and their needs. Uh, we can pass a smile along. We can provide a listening ear. We can provide a little bit of humor, perhaps to lighten someone's day, a helping hand to someone in need. And just basic friendship are things that we can offer to other people. Like the doubting disciples, we can allow the immensity of a problem or a task to keep us from really doing anything. We can look at the vast needs of humanity and see what we don't have but God already knows what we don't have. God usually calls our attention to the things we do have. And some of the gifts that we have, my notion is that we kind of pass over them as not being significant. But I think the way God made each one of us very unique and very special, we all have something to give. What we have is where our responsibility starts. Taking what we have and and, and using that gift to bring happiness to others. Secondly, 
we must be willing to give. The disciples saw the problem, but they did not see themselves in the solution. They thought, we need food and we don't have it. You know, out of a hundred folks who see a problem, there's only going to be one or two who, who really become a part of the solution. Christ said, give ye them to eat. He said, feed these people. And Jesus made them responsible for the problem. That's where we are today. We are responsible. We are light and we are salt to the world around us. Christians are encouraged to be light to those in darkness and to be salt to a world. If there is no light where I am, it's because my light is hiding. If if there is nothing being flavored in the world around us, it's because I am not being salt. Can we be the salt and light to, to change our world? Do not discount what you have available. The third point is we must allow God to bless what we have. Jesus took the food and he blessed it. And when he blessed it, it multiplied and, and grew and, and the people ate. I think about the fellowship and the conversations that people must have had sitting on this grassy hillside, being fed by the disciples and seeing this miracle. Could you imagine the conversation they shared on, on their little, you know, on their blankets there, sitting outside? I can only imagine what type of a picnic that was and the conversations that were being shared. There are many who are hungry in our world, people who are hungry spiritually, emotionally, and of course, physically. When we think about meeting people's needs, can we take a holistic approach? How can we meet someone's needs spiritually, emotionally, and physically? Can we also bless what little that we have to offer? And I suspect that you actually have a lot to give. Don't curse something because it's small. <clears throat> Don't say, I, I wish I was stronger. I wish I was more talented. I wish I had this more ability. Don't, but take the good that you have and, and bless it. You know, we all have a story. Our lives are unique and special. Where we were born, the type of upbringing we had, where we grew up. <clears throat> we all have a story and a history and a uniqueness about us. You have a gift that only you have. You are unique and you are special. Finally, we must gather up the fragments that we all may eat. They did eat until they were all filled. And God wants to meet every human need, physical, spiritual, and emotional. And Jesus saw something valuable, even in the little crumbs that were left. And he said, gather up what is left. There are many in our society that are overlooked and marginalized. It's so easy to forget about other people. But you know, as Christians, we honor all and we honor every voice. At our church, the log cabin, we have a over hundred year history of honoring every voice and honoring the uniqueness of every person who steps into our congregation for worship. The good news is you don't have to be a theologian, you don't have to be a minister, or even a Sunday school teacher to do something good to use your gifts. All we need is to gather up the little fragments of the bread and share them with others just like the disciples did. And just be willing to share what may be insignificant to you, but is very valuable to someone else.
The little boy of our text, he chose the best option. He places his lunch in the master's hands. He offered his lunch. He gave it. What today do you need to place in the master's hands? What do you have to give? And what crumbs may you give? What we have, what we're willing to give, can we bless that? Can we gather up the little fragments that we think are insignificant and give those back to others? I pray that this week you'll do something unusual and unique to make the world a better place. May you be light and may you be salt. As we close our podcast today, could we close it by saying together the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you. 